welcome back everybody to another edition of Comics School. We have an incredible, incredible treat today. Um, we have joining us today, Donalyn Washington, an adjunct lecturer of English at Kinsborough Community College. She is a senior editor and senior writer of ViewFix. Uh, she has contributed. Oh, review fix. Review fix. Yes, a review yeah. fix. She has <laughs> contributed to reconsidering Frank Yerby critical essays published by the University uh, Press of Mississippi, which is coming out. That, that's coming out soon, and uh, has contributed to the Encyclopedia of Black Comics, which I believe is is that with uh, Doctor Doctor Sheena Howard. Yeah. Yes, who was yeah. also twenty seventeen. Yes. Yeah. She's a she, and she was a guest on the on the program as well, um, and most recently, most recently, um, the uh, uh, had an amazing essay come out in the back matter of Bitter Roots, which um, my students will know because we we studied that um, we studied that story. Um, oh, awesome. so welcome to the program. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm great now. <laughs> Talk about comics. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay, so the way we've been doing this, and we'll start, we'll start the way all good comic stories start is with your origin story. How did you come upon comics, and um, why did you decide to take them seriously? Uh, you you've kept with them after um, after discovering them. That's true. It's like 50 years, right? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm that old. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like around, I guess, sort of, before I could learn how to read, I was, um, my brother needed someone to play with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, he would make the Green Lantern rings out of cardboard. But Green Lantern, it was the easiest thing to play because oh, you could yeah? use your imagination. Mm-hmm. And before I learned how to read, I learned how to say the oath. Because it was like, what, 30 seconds? You say that- it. Yeah. And I, I knew it. I was like, I knew it. I knew it. When I was four years old, I knew that oath down. No one could tell me nothing. That is. I knew I was a Green Lantern. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so, that is so cool. Um, especially, I don't know, have you read Far Sector? Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, everyone in my house has been reading Far Sector. It, and it, it's, it's thoroughly like, good. I'm like, I'll just go down to the comic book store and I'll, you know, I'll get one of the, for the whole copy. Like, no, 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 we want our own copy. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna like break it or rip it up, you know. And they're like, no. <laughs> so my brother has his own copy. I got my own copy. Everyone who's in the house who loves comics has their own copy of Far Sector. Well, okay. So why do you think that is? That's very interesting because um, I. I feel that. I absolutely feel that. Why do you think that's um, the case for for your family that everybody has to have their own? It's well, one. I guess they figured I don't. I take too long to go to comic book store <laughs> because I I go once a month and pick up my pull list. Yeah, and you know that's it. they're like, no, I want it the day it comes out, and I'm like, but it's the <laughs> they same. They want it when day. it drops. <laughs> But they want it when it dropped. And I was like, wow. And before Forbidden Planet closed, Mm -hmm. uh, my brother ordered Far Sector and the Bitter Root that my essay was in. And I was like, because I saw Forbidden Planet. And I was like, I didn't ask him to mail my stuff. And he was like, (laughs) no. 
I asked him to mail it. I was like, damn. <laughs> so he had, he had a list that he asked me. I didn't even know he had a pull list. That's, I'm like, dude, I could go. I'm already going to the same <laughs> store. I can pick it up. And he's like, no, 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 no. No, you take too long. I'm going. I'm like, damn. <laughs> and that's it. That's kind of a nice. That's kind of a nice compliment, though. He's like, no, I need to see yeah. your. I need to see your stuff immediately, right? That's, right. That's I was great. Like, so he was. Um. He he wanted the. Um. I said you could always download it. He was like, no, I want to get a comic book store. I don't want to download it. That's. And I was like, well, okay. But look. <laughs> And I see, I get that too. I no, I get that too. It's like I can get you a digital copy. And it's like, oh, I can get you a digital copy. Mm -hmm. And so many folks have been like, no, what? What are you? What are I hear words coming out of your mouth, but I don't understand them. No, I don't want a digital copy. I need to have it in my hand. Right. And there's some I I I feel that like there's something tactile about it, right? It's like having it in your hand, right? The um and And I'm kind of that way too. Yeah, you want me oh. to sign it. And I was like, you want me to sign it? You know, I'm like just You bought sister, it for me right? now. You don't even want to write in it? Like, well, hey, you're the author. You're the auteur for sure. And that's got to be, that's got to be great, I guess. Yeah. It is awesome. And, and, and maybe, maybe it's not, but as a four-year-old learning the Green Lantern Oath, and then flash forward, and now, you know, you've written, and you're in, you know, you've got in the comic. That's got to be pretty cool. Oh, my God. I was buzzing. I was, I was like, on, like, cloud 99,999 mm-hmm. million nine, because I had just taught um, using Green Lantern in the winter. Mm-hmm. And before this whole teach from home lockdown business Mm -hmm. that I had started out my class that way Um, with um, um, the, with John Stewart's Phil Lamar's Green Lantern, um, the the hearts and minds episodes. Oh, that's such a, that's 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 the justice league. Right. And I was going to show once in the future thing parts one and two before the whole lockdown happened. Right. But um, I didn't get the chance to do it. And I found that was like the best discussion I had with my classes because I'll talk about marginalization mm-hmm. and black superheroes mm-hmm. and that um, at the end of the day, we only want good, we only want good stories, but right. in order for us to be in the room, sometimes you need a black superhero or you need, need for him to be a superhero, a person of color, or you need for him or her to be, um, non-binary. You need the person in the room, and plus, it it's it went off to discussion with Dwayne Mc, um, McDuffie, yeah, mm-hmm. Dwayne McDuffie, yep. and Milestone Comics and Static Shock, and because that's where a lot of my students were first introduced to black superheroes, Static Shock and mm-hmm. um, John Stewart's Green Lantern. They don't know Hal Jordan. They don't, as Green Lantern, they know Jon Stewart. They know Phil Lamar's voice, mm-hmm. which is an amazing thing. Because when you think about it, that came out in like the early 2000s. That's, That's like right. 20 years ago. Uh, my nephews grew up with a black Green Lantern. My nephews grew up and my nieces have grown up with, uh, are now growing up with a black female Green Lantern. 
they don't know the 50 year difference in print from 71 John Stewart to 2019 um, Sojourner, um, remember her last name, but Mm -hmm. as a Green Lantern in Far Sector. So they don't know the struggle and they really shouldn't have to know the struggle in terms, it should be a normalized thing for them. So for me learning the oath and having mostly, you know, super friends with mostly vanilla, everybody who was on. (laughs) Or some really like like, horrible, like missteps. Yeah, Yeah, like Apache cheese. That's what I was exactly thinking. (laughs) I mean, I remember growing up as a kid watching super friends and I'm like, I mean, it feels racist. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm only seven. So I don't right. know if that's really right. It hits. It, this doesn't feel right. Man, this, this guy is hitting different than Superman. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but it's not it great. <laughs> yeah, that and with Black Lightning, he never had feet. That's right. That's and right. First, I'm like, but why is he always swollen like a tornado? Isn't he Black Lightning? Right. Right. I'm like, but why does he have like black tornado stuff? That, that's right. Like this, black lightning. And, it, and that, it, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. And it was almost, <laughs> and, and maybe this is, maybe this is me, you know, I'm remembering it, but, but it almost was like, okay, we're going to put our efforts into, and now Super Friends, look, it, it doesn't, I won't be, I won't be kind. There's better stories out there. Uh, like the Justice League holds up. Like Justice League Unlimited, Bruce right. Tim stuff, that holds up without oh, question. Yeah. Super Friends less so. But even oh, yeah. then they're like, <laughs> hey, let's, um, let's, let's, let's put more effort into the, the, remember the kids that used to like run around with them and their dog, right? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna remember their, oh, their names. God. I- I can't remember the names. I Zoe. remember Jen and Jason Gleek. Right, exactly. And, it, exactly. And Gleek was always giving somebody the side eye. Right. And, <laughs> and it was like, man, you're going to put more effort into Gleek's B-line, B-story than you are into Black Lightning's feet? Like, it, yeah. It's not great. No. So, no. But, it's problematic. But, but to your point. The, but all of their, all those, the, the side characters, for people of color, or I didn't even know Black Manta was really black yeah. until Justice League. Or like years later, I'm like, oh snap, Black Manta's black for real. I'm like, that's yep. not very imaginative. <laughs> <laughs> black Lightning, but, Black right. Manta, come on, DC. <laughs> right. But maybe a little and, and it and that's so interesting in that, you know, when we think about it like and, and I'm not deep in my Aquaman lore, but I'm deep enough in my Justice League to know about Black Manta. For decades, at least in cartoons, um, he was just uh, he's just like a fish guy, right? Like he, right. he was faceless, right? right. And, and he was black because his armor was black. Right. Right. But, but at the same time, he was just sort of generic bad guy, Darth Vader-y type, type guy. Yeah. Um, and as you said, it hits, it isn't imaginative to be like, oh yeah, Black Lantern is a, is a, is a black guy. It's a black but, guy. Yeah. But it does hit different, right? It, right, the, yeah. Like, it grow, comics, somebody said recently, um, 
to me that comics grow up with you, right? And so when you think about marginalization and you think about, like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Now I kind of, when I look back and, and some of those stories are, you know, they're, they're a little corny, but I still get, yeah. you know, I can get some like Ryan Coogler, Killmonger vibes where I'm like, yeah, right. that's interesting. Like I, yeah. I understand, I, I, I get it, right? Like, yeah. And that makes it, that makes the character that much more interesting at, at, at least, yeah. you know, of, of fruitful discussion. And I think that's interesting. What you said is, um, our, our folks, you know, so many folks, a generation now have grown up with Phil Lamar, Phil Lamar's voice as much as Kevin, right. um, I almost said Kevin Nealon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was not the voice of Batman. I'm sure he'd be fine. Uh, DJ Bader was, but that's. Uh, but but Kevin Kevin Conroy, yeah, it's Kevin he, Conroy that, is, yeah. is what I meant. Um, but but as much as Kevin Conroy is, is sort of, I still read. It doesn't matter who's writing him. Tom King writing him. Tom Taylor mm-hmm. writing him. Not the same person, right? But yeah, um, I still hear Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy, yeah, as Batman, and and I hear Phil Lamar as. John Stewart. And, Stewart and yeah and I got I got a six-year-old and people of this this is a, a what, we, what we do call callback to uh, another uh, episode I was talking with somebody and I said um, you know my, my son because I'm trying to parent him correctly it, we read comics together and I said buddy who's your yeah, favorite yeah. superhero and he said spider-man and I went yeah me too and he goes yeah Miles Morales is awesome and it just like oh I had to pump the brakes for a second because his Spider-Man it's not is not Spider-Man. my Spider-Man. Wow. Not Spider-Man's Spider-Man, but he's, right. his, his Spider-Man is Miles Morales, right? Uh, and it made me wow. think of Vic, uh, again, yeah, Vic, uh, Vic Laval wrote a story about that too, right? So this notion of, in your mind, you have been Green Lantern this whole time. Everybody right. else, it took everybody else time to catch up. And I love, I, oh, I, yeah. I love that, right? It's <laughs> like, I've been... We've been here. I've been here. Right. Yeah. Hey, welcome They're to the party. Women, right. You're late. Black I'm right yes, on time. Uh huh. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which is what was but, so great about Watchmen. You were talking about Watchmen, which was what's oh, so great. Oh yeah. And that I mean that episode. I'm glad it was only once a week. Mm-hmm. There was no way I could binge watch that show. Everything no was way. so traumatizing each week. I need a whole week to to sort of come back and, and process what I just saw. Yes. So I was like, oh my God, what just happened here? I, I, I can't, wow. And then, but that episode where Angela goes through her, um, her grandfather's life. Yes. And, and the part where, where, he's, where he's being hung mm-hmm. and, and, and lynched. And mm-hmm. you think that there's some form of protection because at least he's a cop, yes. but there's not because other cops are doing it to him. That's right. And that racism is bigger than, um, than anything else. And this is seeing the just juxtaposition between what she was experiencing through him and then they didn't just have her like sort of watch him experience it. They had her replace him 
And so you literally were like, he, she was feeling what he was feeling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God. Well, if there's, then this is what it means to have shared memory and shared trauma. And, but my, my essay in, um, in the, in the uh, back matter for Bitter Root dealt more with, well, okay, if we know we have to share trauma and that it's, it's possible it happens and that, and it's why we can connect to it so well. Um, it isn't just that Angela is going through what her grandfather went through. It's that even though I was watching it, I still felt a sense of a shared trauma. Mm. And I had never experienced anything remotely like that. Mm. But if there is some sort of shared trauma, then there needs to be some sort of um, shared resolution or shared... uh, um, I don't want healing mm-hmm. when it comes when it comes to it. The same way that we can't we we tend to only focus on the trauma, right? And it might um, make us myopic to finding out. Well, how do we not fix it, but how do we figure out how not only to live with it? but to learn from it mm-hmm. and not just live in that place. Mm-hmm. Because I think in a sense, Angela learns from her grandfather's experiences in a right. way that um, we'll never get to see how she does that because there's no season two. I'm still bitter, <laughs> but um, I'm still really bitter about right. that. I'm like, HBO, all you had was Watchmen. Right. I haven't <laughs> watched HBO in I don't know how many years. I was like, HBO is still on the air? Mm-hmm. For real? And that's, yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think that's really interesting. You know, it's, um, there's a difference between, you know, I was just thinking as you were talking, there's a difference between re-traumatizing, reliving that trauma, and reckoning. Right. And that reckoning, right. right? That reckoning is a move not to forget, right? But to inform, right? And to right. to to, um, you know, as you said, to learn from, and and if we've really, if we're learning from, we're figuring out well, the what what does it mean for my lived experience now, rather than exactly was it wasn't that terrible? Well, yeah, of course it was terrible. That's yeah. just re-traumatizing, right? Um, which is to me the difference between you know you'll see movie like if you you see another movie like um and, and it was a fine film but like Twelve Years a Slave like right. and that's gonna hit different for obviously me as a white guy on it and this is just I'm being honest here that's gonna hit different for me than it's gonna yeah. hit for a person of, a person of color right because yeah. that is not a sh- like that is not even anywhere in my experience like it's just not so it's gonna hit me different and when i'm thinking about watchmen and i'm a comics guy i've read watchmen i loved watchmen but but that hits different too right exactly yeah and and it it should that's and that's my point is right it needs you talked about being in the room right talking about being a part of telling 
a story, right? Right. I think that's what I like about right? Dave Gibbons because yes. um, I think he was a consultant mm -hmm. for, for, um, for HBO's Watchmen. Yes. But he's written um, other stuff too. And mm -hmm. my favorite he um, did with um, is a Martha Washington. Yes. Which is I was my fa absolute that. favorite. Whoa. And I've, I've, I've been reading and going back um, because I wanted to start, well, weaving her in mm -hmm. to sort of introduce Kindred. And nice. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do it because it, uh -huh. it reads more like a documentary now than the outrageousness from back when it was first originally published. You wouldn't right? think that any of this stuff, you'd be like, that could never happen. Oh, come on. And then I'm like, oh, please. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm living Martha Washington. I'm like, what the hell? I, I just, I was <laughs> just, I just reread Give Me Liberty by, by Frank Miller and Dave Gibbons. Um, and I, that first, that first chapter or that first, that first collected edition is, is unbelievable, but yeah. you know, you, and, and it, it's, it's wild and it's out there, you know, brains end up in jars and all kind of stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, there's this increased militarization, right? So they, they, right. they those panels um, where, you know, they, it shows it's the same, but it is, it is fundamentally changing right in the, in the yeah. background operations. And uh, it, it, it's just, um, and you would think, oh, well, there's no way. And now I'm broadcasting to you live from my basement. <laughs> right, right. Because you know, a pandemic broke out. And I'm like, oh, okay. And we were talking, I was talking with, um, I think I was talking with John um, about uh, Octavia Butler being so prescient, right? It's just like, right. yeah, she's in California and she sees all this stuff happening. And she's like, look, all I got to do is connect the dots because I've been out here yeah. and I know what it means to deal with power. I know what, I know what it does. Yeah. I know how it operates. And just cause you don't see it doesn't mean you let me tell you a story about how it works. And yeah. And, and, and it's not and a it guidebook, right? It's not it, a guidebook. It's supposed to be a warning. Right. It, not no. like do it exactly like this. Right. Like, oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> What is wrong I, I can, with your people? I can imagine her being like, look, this isn't an instruction manual, dummies. <laughs> this like, oh is not how, what you're supposed to do. This is, I tried to tell you. Yeah. Uh, like, in as explicit Stop. terms as I could. Yeah. Don't do listen. this thing. Um, and they literally just did like, oh, this could be a good way to, like, no. No, it's, it's not. It's very much, it reminds me <laughs> of, and I said this the other day, I was like, this is a terrible remake of, of A Modest Proposal. This was not, this is supposed right. to be, I, y'all are doing it exactly wrong. Don't, no. Right? Um, <laughs> but it's really messed up because when I look at Martha Washington, like her, her origin story, right. that she's never been outside. Right. And I have a nine-year-old niece, she's going to be nine years old, mm -hmm. and you know, I mean, she gets to go outside, mm -hmm. but her life is dangerously closer to Martha Washington's. Oh yes, than oh, our yes. lives ever were. Right, and what she's she's going to be used to being in the house a lot. Yep. yep. And after this, it's going to be a new normal for her, and she's going to be okay with it. Yeah. Me, I'm freaking the hell out because I'm like Martha Washington was like thought the president was some guy who was 
Jerry somebody. Right. Who, she, didn't, she didn't know the history of, the, of America at all. Right. And people were right. just not living outside. And then when she got outside, it was like, it was even a bigger horror. And right. Like, oh, my God. But yeah, right. the militarization and the how they slowly worked it in. Because mm-hmm. it, you have to read all of Miller and Gibbons. You have to look at the entire panel. That's, you got to look right. at the behind what's happening and not just what they have in the foreground. That's right. So having the background is equally as important. That's absolutely That's why right. you, can never, you can never stop reading them. You always have to go back. And they, they do it to your own purpose because you're like, damn, well, I thought I read this thing. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, no, I kind of skimmed it. And, and you have to go back and read it over again. And that's what I tell folks. Um, and I'll tell you again right now, look, a classic track is a classic track because every time you listen to it, there's something new there to surprise you. Exactly. Some little twist, some little thing, something happening, yep. another layer, right? A new yep. thing for you to appreciate, right? And, yep. and that's because they did their homework, right? And I don't care yeah. whether you're John Coltrane or Frank Miller, you know? Right. Um, you know, ta Coates has read a whole bunch of books. Before he mm-hmm. even wrote Black Panther at all, he wrote. Yeah. He won a, He won the. Was it the Pulitzer Prize before he I even got so, to yeah. touch Black Panther? Okay. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. Well, so we don't just now? let anybody do this, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, let me ask you this question then. Um, why do you think comics are so important? Right, because and I'm assuming you think they're yeah. important. Oh um, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 I open the door now and teach with comics. I, I haven't taught with traditional literature, I think maybe five years, maybe. That's awesome. I mean, there's like 13, 14 years I've been doing this thing. So um, they, they have the best stories and you can go back. And I have a student who's blind. Mm-hmm. And when we were um, listening, when she was listening to um, um, Hearts and Minds Parts 1 and 2, mm-hmm. you know, I, can, I could tell because the look on her face changed. Mm-hmm. And I tend to watch my students because I've already seen the episode like 100,000 right. times. Right, so exactly. I tend to watch them. Um, react to um, to the to the stories, and even though they've seen it before, so a right. lot of them are comic book fans and cartoon uh-huh. fans. And I always take my poll before, but there's there's always something new. They hadn't right. seen it before. It's right. entertainment, uh, but it's multi layered. It always tells right. a story, and it might be for TVY seven, mm-hmm. but when we look at the episode, we're like, that's not for kids. Right. You know, because it, it's it is, whole but thing it isn't. Where, right. Right. Because when you have the um, John Stewart mentor, he had a relationship with her. That's right. And I remember my nephew saying, I can't believe you let me watch this thing. I'm like, well, you were like five. You didn't, you didn't know. <laughs> you didn't mm-hmm. notice that. You were five. You just like the action part. Right. But, right. The, but they had a relationship. 
-hmm. So now they're seeing it as an adult. They're like, whoa, wait a minute. Is that even appropriate? Right. You know, because she was in a position where um, she was molding him and in a sense manipulating him. Very much. Because so. when she has to sort of reteach him to be a Green Lantern, uh -huh. she's treating him like some new recruit instead of That's trying right. to help him figure out, well, how do I how do I break this with the knowledge I already have That's right. of being a Green Lantern? And she teaches him like like I have to get that Rainer guy. Yep. That you sent me. This is bad as Rainer guy. I'm like, he's like, like the fourth Green Lantern. I'm like, well, damn. Right. I was right. here 50 years before Rainer. Come right. On now. <laughs> right. Right. And it's but they have they have the best stories. And you can be able to go back and pull new things out of it. Right. It's not that he's a black superhero. And in that sense, he now has to figure out, well, how can I use my ring? Mm -hmm. I mean, something is keeping me from doing it, mm -hmm. but I don't have time to figure it out the way I want to. Right. And, and part of that episode said, I'm more just a fancy ring. And he has to be. Because in, the, in his first issue where he first appears in Green Arrow and Green Lantern, mm -hmm. he doesn't even get to use his ring. Nope. And... That's something that being a black superhero, um, it's important for us to point out because if you have this ring and then you're not, you don't use it or the writers aren't allowing you to use it, then what happens? So it goes from that article we read, um, you know, Dilafu Nama's Super Black. Uh-huh. To seeing John book. Stewart, yeah, and I, I always use that chapter with John Stewart mm -hmm. because it shows his origin story and and when he first came on the scene and his big old afro and he's looking all angry and everything, right? And to the part where he evolves into mm -hmm. not just the black superhero because when it's never really called into question, he's a Green Lantern, right? So the storytelling now takes a different mode and not just examining his blackness, mm -hmm. but examining him as the person who doesn't have to rely on one thing to do his job. Right. So it's multi-layered storytelling. Even though you have a 50-year-old character, you can still tell many stories of him and not just focus on his blackness. Right which is why some of my students always say, well, why do we do that? Mm -hmm. It's not important, but it is important because he has to be in the room for us not to have to examine his blackness after a while. And it's, but he's got to be in the room. He, and it, it, it stands in, I've, let's let, let's just let's tuck into John Stewart here for a second. Um, it's, is such an interesting because it's the same title green lantern green arrow right that famous right. pan those famous panels it's in the um in the early days right where, yeah they're, they're 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 going cross country and right where they set out and, to find america yeah and i'm and, like <laughs> okay which america wait <laughs> excuse me like, those were some of the most racist i was like because right. I, I had i had you know they, they used they um i think at some point um, 
they took they had a compilation that they reprinted. Yeah. Um, I think at time with these nobody was really buying comics. Right. And there was like a glut in the market and DC had like changed or rebooted like third time or whatever. For sure. And um and I remember I read this, I'm like, why would you even reprint these? I'm like, green there's arrow some, when there's I'm some like, thoroughly problematic stuff. Like, I'm like, dude looking like in a big old Indian headdress. Right. And I'm like, oh, green arrow, uh, that's not a good look on I, you, man. Right. <laughs> and it's it's that it's that person where you're like, look, I appreciate the sentiment, but Yeah. You, you took two of the whitest characters in, exactly. in, the, in DC and exactly. said, we're going to go out and discover America. Right. And I was wow. like, oh, oh, you know, the last time y'all tried that, going out west, to, y'all yeah. said manifest destiny. But okay, <laughs> let's see how it goes. But I, like, I what? <laughs> and I just think it's, I think it's so interesting because that's the same title that Jon Stewart has his premiere in, right? Right, um, yeah. And and it's so interesting. Um, and if you look at that uh that cover, it's um he's using the ring. But yeah, what, what we have is um as you said, a multi-layered character. Right. He's an architect for crying out loud. Right. He is and you don't just like accident like you don't accidentally become an architect. Like you don't like what am I gonna do this afternoon? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that's me- like I don't know how do you do that. I can't right. even draw a box. Right, and he's a and, and, and I believe right, and I believe he also he's a vet, right? He, yeah, he's, he's uh, he was I think a marine. Right, he was. Or, that's right. That's right. He was yeah. a marine and an architect and all this and stuff. Architect. But you have a very similar image to me that it's almost it's not the exact same because the point of view is different, the perspective is different, but it's the same image, a similar image to what you have in Luke Cage's very uh, first appearance, oh, right? Oh, yes, yeah. So you just got like this rage, right? And, and again, I can yeah. read that as what James Baldwin was talking about, right? To, to understand what it means to be a person of color right. in the United States. Me during a rage yeah. all the time. I get that. Yeah. But, but what it is, is the first thing you're hit with with both those characters is angry black man. Right. And, that- and for and for someone like John Stewart, and the way he's written now, I think is closer right. to his origin of following orders and being disciplined. Right, and that goes against the angry black man stereotype, where there's a lack of total control. And, that's, and I think that's what you know. We talk about comics growing up with you, and 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 just uh, I had a buddy tell me like yeah you could be critical of something and still love it right exactly so we, yes we be like oh comics are canceled well comics actually officially are canceled for right now but, <laughs> yeah but just as a medium because, right yeah <laughs> but diamond but, distribution and and they're i i just i don't right i and i only recently understood diamond distribution's mm-hmm. stranglehold right on comics distributing right. comics. I'm like, they're the only ones who distribute comics right. to everyone. That's right. I was like, what the hell is that? That's and, I remember and, asking my comic book store uh, for um some indie comics. Like they carry indie uh-huh. comics. Right. And I wanted to get um uh, a comic they didn't have it at the time. They have right. it they have it now. Thank, right. thank God. But they were like, they don't know if Diamond will distribute have enough to distribute. And I'm thinking, right. who the hell is Diamond people? Right. I'm like, oh my comics. 
Right. It's like, (laughs) I would like my comics, please. Like, well, you have to go through the right channels. And that's, that's the, that's the thing, right? Is who gets to, who gets to tell these stories, who gets to distribute these stories. Right. Right. So when we're looking at like John Stewart and he starts as this, the first, the splash, first splash image is this image that is very much a stereotype, which is based in public perception. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get by the nineties, late nineties, early two thousands, you, when you get Phil Lamar and Bruce Tim and and them, um, Mm -hmm. you have, as you said, this ha- this character has um, the presentation or the stories that are being told are very much different from um, <laughs> from, from the stories origin, that, that, yeah. that, that, that that came before. The same way Luke Cage, right? Dave Walker's um, oh, yeah. Luke Cage. Shouts out to Dave Walker again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dave Walker's Luke Cage is way different than. Oh yeah. The first, then, then the first, and, and I, you know, that I thoroughly love the those characters. You know, you get Priest writing Luke Cage. That's a different Luke Cage. Um, yeah. The Tony Isabella's Black Lightning, in for DC, is com- is not completely different, but so different than the show on C on the CW. Even the even yeah. the even the miniseries that Tony Isabella himself wrote thirty years later is is totally different it's because so different. yeah, it hits you different because of as you said, the multi-layered stories, as we tell these stories, and then when we go back and we look at Super Friends, we're like, oh, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do that different. That's, like, that's yeah, not that's, correct at all. That's not hitting anything right at all. Right. I, it's, it's, I, what I really liked about um, Super Friends, though, is that it helped me appreciate things like Young Justice <gasps> and things, because, look, my- I love Young Justice. That was a gasp of amazement. Yeah, I'm going to sound like, get off my yard, get off my lawn, old 80-year-old guy. With I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, you kids today don't know the struggle. They really don't. I mean, we had the super friends. You right. all had Young Justice, and you all had really good animation, and you have, you have real voice actors. You all have Keith. I didn't have David Keith when I was a kid growing up. I had... I mean, and God the most David Keith, Casey Kasem, but all I had was Casey Kasem. The the most David Keith I got was everybody. Gargoyles. He, that, uh, that's it. Yes, that's it. Was Gargoyles, and that was it. But you got this whole, as you said. But they have a whole, a whole plethora of David Keith. That's right. And I'm like, and that man can even make a villain sound good. I mean, that's he can right. even spawn. Yes. As well. Yes. I mean, he has a a, a, a nice um, um, voice acting as mm-hmm. well as um, live action acting um, um, resume that I really appreciate. But right. when I tell my nephew all I have was Casey Kasem, and then he goes, "Who's Casey Kasem?" I'm like, you know, I hope you never. <laughs> have to you have know, this kind who's of Casey Kasem? You remember Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> Remember, think about if Ryan Seacrest was all of a sudden like, Batman. Would that make any sense to you at all? Right. No. <laughs> no. That's, that's our life. We had, right. we had, we had the original 66. Uh, we, had Bert, we had Burt Ward, Burt and, Ward yep. and, um, and Adam, Adam West, West still doing Batman. Okay. We had yep. a DJ doing a hippie voice. Frank yep. Welker, when he wasn't doing 
the <laughs> when he was before before GI Joe, right? But but we it was a very yep. small, uh, it was very it was small, a very pool. tiny pool. Oh yeah, right? Because it was like well, it it was it was it, it, yes, it was in its nascency, right? But but yeah. it was also this was before those times where it was just something fun or campy or entertaining for kids. Yeah. Right? Um, but and as still, it, yeah, you know, I mean, was, I mean, Young Justice is about a black ops team. Look, and I'm like, you guys have, you have a black ops team. I'm yep. like, I, I, I live Wonder Twins for Young Justice. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, because I had the Wonder Twins. I'm like, look, <laughs> who made a bucket of water? <laughs> and a sponge right I'm like, and shouts out to brian michael bendis for trying his very level best i that's a fun that's a fun comic but at the same time there were no black ops team no right that was not no. a fully rendered uh that was not a fully rendered dick grayson that was not um oh, it, no. that that was not tony perez um um jumping off the jumping off the no page to the screen i want right. no parts of that i right. just i remember Young Justice um, with Aqualad and everybody. And from the beginning of, of that series, yeah. I didn't wait. I was there watching it in real right. time and right. waiting for the next episode. Right. And when I tell my nephews and nieces, you don't get it. Yep. And I, I showed them an episode of Super Friends. They were like, Oh wow, Auntie! I'm like, yes, you don't yeah. understand. And I was like your age, and I—that's all I had on Saturday morning, and I had to wait once a week just to see that. And mm-hmm. They were like, wow. And it's—you it's, don't understand the struggle, <laughs> right? And it's—I think it's so interesting because what we are those we, and when I say we, I like the folks who understand the power and the the potential of these narratives, right? Um, folks that grew up on comics understand what they can do, right? right? And so now we are sort of uh, ma- in in some ways. I won't say in every way, but there's there's a lot of storytelling that stories we wish that we had had coming up. I mean, we had. I mean, I coming up. I had GI Joe, and yeah, they told me like, hey, yeah. if you're gonna spray paint, you should open the door. Right, right, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. they're like, hey, don't take other like, people's medicine. But it wasn't helping. Me. <laughs> it was. It wasn't like helping me fundamentally think about trauma or race or gender or class right. or or any of these things. I mean, um, to some degree, some small degree. Well, knowing is half the battle. Right, it it really <laughs> is. It really is. And I definitely, I definitely appreciate that. But we we have much more sophisticated storytelling because I feel like we understand how those stories can, how the stories can hit as, you know, when I hear with great power must also come great responsibility. Like, yeah, I get that. That slaps when I'm seven. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah. If I break a dish, I need to, I need to own up to it. But when I'm 47, that hits me in a whole different, like, Hey, we should talk to call your legislators. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, it does fit different. I mean, when I think about it, um, you know that oath is like different. Spider Man, Peter yeah. Parker, has had great loss in his life. I That's mean, right. for for the for at least for the most part, the people in his life who died stayed yeah. dead, and that was like it didn't happen in X Men. 
yeah. where every week that person was just alive again. Right. You know, like, wasn't like Jean Grey, you're back again. Like, oh, right. damn. You know, right. you know but no, <laughs> again? Gwen Stacy, yeah, but Gwen Stacy was dead dead. Yes. You know, Uncle Ben was dead because of, of something he chose to ignore. Mm-hmm. And was like, I'm not worrying with that. And next yep. you know, the same guy who he let go killed his Uncle Ben. That's right. You know, those, he had real trauma in his mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. that um, no other form of entertainment gave us at a certain age group. Because if you're saying that comics are for children, right, or if you're saying that um, these storylines, they're all dealing with trauma. Right. With Jean Grey, she's dealing with mental illness. That's absolutely right. You have someone who is mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with someone like Professor X, who um, acknowledges that he wanted his student. Yeah. And you're like, damn, uh, this guy was just really dreadful. I mean, it, uh, particularly the, the parts where, and it's, it, it's not that they tried to hide it. Because right. he said, he, he told at some point, um, he tells Storm during 30 Secret Wars, that if we don't go with my half-assed big plan, I'm going to take over your mind and shut That's you right. down. That's and I'm right. Like, what, what the hell is that? Yeah. And I'm like, Professor X in the comics is not Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and he's not the um, the, um, the the Professor X in the Fox cartoon. Right. The Professor X in the comics is a horrific person. And it's I like agree. And Magneto was always telling him. You know, Charles, please, what are you doing? You're just as bad as I am. You're worse than I am. And he didn't want to face himself. And a lot of that, I and mean, that's what happened when he became Onslaught. That's right. And he, allows, right. he allows, I think, Evil Beast and Sabretooth to move in to the, that's right. to the mansion. That's You're right. like, damn, dude, you are like a really horrendous human being. <laughs> well, and I think Hickman does. I don't know if, you, if you're up on the, um, if you're up on, on Hickman's new new X Men, but I mean, I I read the miniseries going into it. Right, and you read House House of X. Yeah, and right? I'm still confused. Well, and, and, <laughs> and the only reason I bring that up is because Professor X in that one is menacing. Right. Right. Like for me, he's normal. Right, but that's what I, that's that's exactly <laughs> what I mean. Is if you've been paying attention, you're like, hey, he'd been kind of. Right. And yes, he kind of looked like the leader, you know, from the from uh, from from the ultimate universe. But at the same time, yeah. he was a different cat for a lot of folks unless oh, you've yeah. been paying attention. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that was one of the things that was interesting about about what you bring up is these notions of who's who's a leader, who's whose stories get told how. Right. Yeah. Um, because I mean, Storm still doesn't have her own comic. Right. I mean, it's been how long has she been around? I guess over forty years. She's mm-hmm. been a character. Mm-hmm. Giant size X Men number one. Yep, one of the most important characters um, in comics. Period. That's right. Because you know, there's Storm, mm-hmm. and there no one, no one is going is is clamoring for another Jean Grey solo comic. I'm not clamoring for that. You know, I love that. <laughs> I just, I'm not I'm like reading another, another comeback from the dead yet again. Right, right. You know, I mean, but she's had so much um, mental illness and 
manipulation and Mm -hmm. she's never had a chance to heal from the last resurrection right she's always like she's been like this plot foil that's right more than a real evolving character and in the meantime you have someone as iconic as storm who was a leader even when she didn't have her powers that's right she beat scott to become leader of the x-men only to be undermined by xavier and i'm like yes no she she doesn't have her own comic and i think um blurred girl talks about this too um karama horn Mm -hmm. about um you know i don't want to see any more pearl clutching Right. From, you know, from the alleyway, from right. when Batman loses his parents. Right. I'm right, like, right, I don't right. care anymore <laughs> about those same tired stories. Yes, Batman is, is um, he loses his parents at a young age. But you know what? He's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. Right. Millions, those Wayne <laughs> Millions. Yes, I understand that trauma is important. Yeah. And informative. But he's going to uh, be all right. <laughs> for a rich <laughs> white dude. Okay. Yeah, I understand money can't buy you love. Uh. And, but he's really going to be okay. But he's going to, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be all right. right. Um, not to say that there that aren't new, interesting, what was that so interesting? Because there's not that there's no new Batman stories to tell. Um, That's it. But, but can we, but can we please, as you said, I'm, I, we're on issue, uh, legacy issue, like 800 plus of Spider-Man. Yeah. And there's five Spider-Man books. We got one, yeah. yeah, one long running storm book. Now, arguably, Marvel, you know, Marvel is all limited series these days, you know, because yeah. they just keep starting over. But at the same time, the last, the last solo storm book was, um, at least to my knowledge, and I'm, you know, I'll, I'll accept your emails, but was Greg Pak's run, which was great. Right? Yeah, it was great, but um, it was a limited. But run. it was a limited run, right? It was a limited run. Um, Arguably one of the most form- formative characters, one of the greatest X Men of all times, yeah. um, one of the great, one of the greatest, uh, one of the greatest characters. But uh, sh- I don't. She is not a a also. She's not a also ran right. So as much as I love it when yeah. she shows up in a Black Panther story or when you know, it, of course they you know they got married and they had their whole thing a few years ago, but. Let's get her. Let there are these stories to tell. Let's let's yeah. get let's get those stories out there. And we are living in a time, I would say, where that old oh those stories won't sell. Tell that to Kamala Khan, right? You know what I mean. Tell that to N.K. Jemison doing Far Sector, yeah. which is doing banging numbers. Tell that to the Bitterroot team. That, yeah. So I mean, right? in my house alone, you got right? people um, buying <laughs> buying the same issue, and they don't. That's have right. To. <laughs> right. And so that 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 old that old that old chestnut ain't going is is not going to work anymore. No, especially well, considering look, we'll read them. They're good stories. And when I think about N.K. Right. Jemison's um, Far Sector, right, it's something I have not seen before at all because you you're dealing with a Green Lantern who has right. no help from the outside, <laughs> and she has to she's deal it. with she's really it, and she has to deal with people who are the most emotional emotionless people i've ever seen before <laughs> in my life i'm like that's the truth it, that's I'm the like, truth. you all are some high strung extra people right right you know i'm like <laughs> one murder happens and you all just fall I, to pieces right it's just the whole <laughs> thing you know 
but but I think uh, what I love is it is it carry that that in particular carries out carries out a couple legacies when I look at it in terms of Afrofuturism. Oh, and yeah. and in terms of that great that Green Lantern storytelling, right? Um, it, she upholds the oath, but it is it looks and must be fundamentally different given yeah. who this story is about. So yes, yeah. it was Green, you know, Green Hal, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, he was it. You know, yeah. maybe sometimes Kilowog would show up, but he was it. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe Chip would show up or whoever. <laughs> yeah, Squirrel Green Lantern for a while, right? She's it. She's doing that same kind of uh how that that I, this is on me. I am the, I am the, it is on me to solve these problems. Yeah. But when you put that story into, onto a, a woman of color, a woman who, uh, from a, from a, an author who is also a woman of color, who is also a member of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And okay. Now there, now it, yeah, guess what? It has been, the job that is the 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 that has been that yeah. has been fallen on the shoulders of people saving the world has been fallen exactly on the square squarely on the shoulders of women of color for generations doesn't matter if it's out yeah. in the far reaches of space, space or in yeah. ohio okay so it hits yeah. different right it it's that, the, which is to your point earlier is like that's why you got to be in the room that's why yeah so you can have those conversations yeah, I mean, for someone like no one else could write for Sector, right? Except N.K. Jemisin. That's right. That's absolutely. You right. know, I mean, when you when you think about it, it's like same way like um, House of Whispers is coming to an end. <sighs> yes. And I read that, and I was like, um, wait, I'm not finished enjoying reading it. How come <laughs> it's coming? <laughs> I mean, you know, wait a minute. <laughs> but um, but um. Uh, so I, I put out a tweet about it, and um, uh-huh. Nello Hopkinson was like, "Well, that's that's the run. That's the run. That, yeah. That 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 they were they were given. Right. And that it's ending after a certain amount of um of um of um episodes. Um, right. Issues. Issues. Right. And I I became spoiled because mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm I was used to comics that I love being canceled quickly. Right. That's just, my pull list went from 10 to oh my 3. Gosh. Oh my gosh, um, yes. Real quick one year. And I was like, you know, because I, I remember I, I would go once a month uh-huh. with my comics. Right. And then I went one day and dude gave me like three comics. Like, where are my comics go? Like, like, they all got, you know. That's it. They were canceled in multi runs. And I'm like, but. Right. I like, Okay. So mm-hmm. yep. I just now expected, and when I saw House of Whippers go from, okay, issue seven, uh-huh. issue 10. Ooh, getting like, into the oh. double digits, you're like, okay. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. Maybe it's going to be a while. And I'm right. like, oh, man. So now I think I maybe have two comics. Yep. Maybe Bitterroot and maybe um, Doctor Strange. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's a personal favorite. Of course. And I have a Black Panther and mm-hmm. and I think that's a bitter root. I think that's it. I think I have Aquaman once in a while. Right. Because I, I like is Aquaman. Will, Willow Wilson's <laughs> but, run on Aquaman is thoroughly good. Uh, or on Wonder yeah. Woman, I should say. Um, 
Um, but she was on, uh, she was on Aquaman for a minute. I feel like for like a hot minute. Um, but yeah, but I, um, I, I feel you. I think that's it. I think that's it. And I, I, I was like, oh my god. And you know, like someone like Nayla Hopkinson, who is an amazing storyteller with her novels. Yes. And Kay Jemison too. Yes. Um, and both are part of the LGBTQ community. That's right. And they write these multi-layered, multi-aged characters That's right. in these single issues because you're dealing with um, women of color, mm-hmm. black women who um, are literally find, figuring out some way to either save the universe or save their part of the world. And right. for someone like um, 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 Hopkins' House of Whispers, and you're dealing with Urzuli, and you're dealing with myth and folklore, and you're making these characters um, feel like they have real problems because right. her husbands divorce her and then <laughs> take her house. That's right. And she's like, well, what the hell is this? <laughs> you, know? you know, so she has to figure out now um, how to figure um, how to get Agwe back and right. how to get her house back. That's right. And after her husband left her and took her house. And you're like, well, what is this kind of mess going on here? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's something that um, she struggles with. But it's, a, it's, it's only a story you can read in comics and accept its believability. That's right. That this could happen. That's right. In the Sandman universe. Because it's a Sandman universe. Sandman universe, yeah. And yep. you can, and that can happen. Your husbands can leave you mm-hmm. and take, take, your, take your house. Mm-hmm. And because you didn't keep your husband, the other husband from dying. <laughs> like you had some kind of control over that. Right. Right, because they got they, they, in a peak. They got mad, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Well, we leaving you." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What? Wait, I can maybe try and figure out how to fix it." No, nah, we done. We out. Bye. No, yeah. And he's like, "What?" <laughs> and there are always so I, it's only exactly two more issues to figure out. Well, I don't know how she's going to fix it. Right. I mean, I know it's going to come to a conclusion. Right. Because there there will be an end. Right. But there's only two more issues of that. And it's it's one of those it's one of those things where there's always more left of the story to tell, but to know that it's yeah. finite um is there's a there's a, a tension there, right? Yeah. Um, I this is so I wanna I wanna just keep talking all day, but uh I do I we do need to, to sort of wrap things up. Um I do not before I recommend to you and everybody else. Have you been reading Philadelphia? No, I That's was going to really good up. book. I was if you like va- content warning vampires, um, but yeah, also was, critical history of the United States. I was <laughs> going to pick it up, and then what happened was um, my conference close store had to close. Yep, and I was like, "Damn!" That's so true for so all. I That's just, so true for so many of us. I was like. Yo, if you could just save them for me and I'll buy just, everything. Just pull them, <laughs> just pull them for just me. Just pull them, please. You, you know I'm good for it. Right, you know, exactly. <laughs> That's what I told my spot, too. I was like, look, get my card, credit card on file. Now, this was before Diamond was like, no more books. But I was like, just, just pull it. Just keep, just keep yeah. pulling. Um, I was like, you know, I'll know I'm good for it, right? I'm right, like, right, right. right. Like, we got you. We, and that's, that's <laughs> look, go out and in some way 
figure out how, you know, buy some gift cards online, you know, support your local shop, right? right? Support local creators. Um, There's a whole bunch of different ways um, to to do that. Um, Donald Washington, thank you so much for talking about comics, about, man, we, we, we let it rip today. We talked about race and gender and class and, and the importance of folklore and storytelling and, Man, I, I just appreciate the work you're doing so much. Again, check out oh, if you want to see if you want to see her latest piece. Um, go get um, the latest Bitterroot, uh, which I believe is issue seven, um, and then look out for uh, the Frank Yerby book, which is dropping ne- later this May. month in May. Yeah, That's right, in May. Mm-hmm. That's right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, and I got a uh, conversations with John Jennings. <gasps> that's right. That's it's coming right. out in August. That's right. John Jennings, who, who is also has been a guest on our podcast. That's coming out in August. So um, keep a lookout for that. Um, and we will um, get uh, get a link. Uh, we can follow you on Twitter. Um, at what's what's your what's your handle on? Oh, Twitter? Nodding Shaw is my. It's Washington sort of backwards. Washington sort of backwards. Okay, and we'll yes. and we'll link to that as well. All right, thank you so much. Okay, thanks.